Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is April 23rd, 2023, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. <laughs> great to be back with you today on another great episode of the All Rookie Podcast. The 2023 draft class is in session. This is my first episode, and today we're going to cover the top five NBA draft prospects in this class my top five so we'll see I'm sure it's going to be different than a lot of other guys top five right now I'm not going to tell you my order but you know we'll see we'll see if you agree or not agree with the five I have first and then I might do a lottery podcast next and I'll give you my rankings and I think it's guaranteed to surprise a lot of you guys now last year episode last year during this time I did a top four prospect uh, episode because after the top four, it was a little bit of a drop-off. So those four were Paolo, Chet, Holmgren, Jabari Smith, Jaden Ivey. Those were the elite four, four from last year. This class, I think we have an elite five. It's potentially six, but I narrowed it down to five. I can't have top ten, you know, top nine, top eight. So I'm going to narrow it down to my top five. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Thank you all for watching by the way all your subscribes comments i truly appreciate every one of them now i'm gonna start with you know you see my list if you're on youtube but i'm gonna start with my first guy as in taylor Hendricks, because out of the five that i have he's probably the one you have heard of the least taylor Hendricks went to ucf he is a six foot nine big man you could say power forward he could play the three the four or the five versatility that's what we want in the nba that's what the nba definitely wants <laughs> but six foot nine 215 pounds he's 19 years old average 15 points seven boards and one steal per game almost two blocks per game so that's what you want most of the time you have a guy that height uh he's gonna have blocks but no steals you know, or if you have a guard, you're going to have steals and no blocks. So you have a guy getting points, rebounds, steals, and blocks. That's what you're looking for. Uh, he shot 39% from the three-point range. You heard me right, 6'9", 39% from the three-point range, 48% from the field. He is an elite prospect, in my opinion. The only thing that is a concern is that he went to UCF. If he went to a bigger school, you'll be hearing about this guy all the time. But I think if he is anything, he's a hidden gem. But I expect for him to be top five. If he's not, <laughs> I don't know what the scouts are looking at. But Taylor Hendricks, UCF. He's a tall, long, rangy athlete. He can score in a variety of ways, can create his own shot, can back his man down, blow by his defender to score, or shoot from the perimeter. So he's got it all covered. He's a very exciting prospect because I feel what he can be is limitless. He has not reached his peak. Um, he just needs to go to the right team, get the right coach, and I think he can be truly special. He's aggressive around the rim, but also has that soft touch when it's needed. He can shoot the three. He's listed as a four or a five, but he plays more like a three in my opinion. But, you know, kind of like Jabari Smith can play multiple positions, so can he. He can hit the jab step three, get to a spot, or pull up and hit the J. Has a nice floater. He can even do a little hook shot. He's a good passer, good rim protector. Very impressive shot blocker. Contests um, shots and blocks dunks very well. Has great recovery speed to protect the rim. 
And I mean, just being a great shooter at his size is key, which is perfect in what all NBA teams are looking for. Like I said, 6'9 and athletic. He sets the tone defensively. He tries very hard to contest just about everything. He's not scared to get dunked on, not scared to block a dunk. Uh, a lot of guys, you know, coming into the league, or especially in the league, you see somebody coming up to dunk, you move out of the way. <laughs> but he contests everything. You know, I, I truly feel his ceiling is limitless. He can handle the ball and guard multiple positions. He has to be top five, in my opinion. Taylor Hendricks from UCF. Remember the name. If you hadn't heard it, remember where you heard it first on the Y'all Rookie Podcast. Next. All right, let's go into, let's see who we want to do. Let's Let's go ahead and go with Brandon Miller. You know, a lot of people love Brandon Miller. There's debate whether he should be the number two pick in the draft. Some have him going three or four. I'm not going to tell you where I have him yet, but Brandon Miller is a 6'9 forward from Alabama, 200 pounds. He's averaged 19 points, eight boards, two assists, one steal, and one block per game. And that goes to show you, just like Taylor Hendricks, multiple stats in multiple categories uh, and it's not just about numbers it's about your impact on the game he's getting those uh steals and blocks that's what you want to see he, and he's a great shooter as well 38 percent from three so very similar to taylor Hendricks. as you notice the stats are very similar and the percentages are very similar and he is uh like i said six nine with a six eleven wingspan he's 20 years old he is in Brandon Miller, if you forgot already. Uh, he, Brandon Miller won the MVP in the SEC tournament. Has great size, sneaky athleticism, great shooting ability. He's got kind of a weird form, but it goes in. I don't love it, um, but it goes in. So, so he can play. Uh, he plays very methodical, but he can blow by the defender if he needs to. Uh, he has great handle for someone his size, just like Taylor Hendricks. He loves the three ball, maybe a little too much, though. Uh, but he has a quick release, ready to pull up at any time from the three-point range. He can bury it off the dribble. He's a good passer. I mean, he really makes some tremendous passes out there, especially when he's double-teamed. He has long arms to help him be a good defender, especially for steals and blocks, like we said. He knows how to draw a foul and keep defenders on his toes. That's very important. A lot of NBA teams look for that. Players that can draw fouls, not just stay out on the perimeter which he does stay on the perimeter, but the fact that he can do more shows you he can be coached up to be exactly what they want him to be in the NBA. Brandon Miller, of course, again, he methodically moves his way down the court, gets into the paint and scores, great size and athleticism, can bury the shot off the dribble or spotting up. I think he can be an elite scorer in this league. He has a total package. Uh, he can have a Paul George-like future if everything works out great. Uh, you know, a lot of people get on him about his tournament, how he did not play well, but he did have a groin injury in the tournament, which I feel contributed to his poor play. Uh, I think he needs to work on his explosiveness, explosiveness, getting to the rack and shaking his defenders. Uh, sometimes he has to work on creating space, but I think he's definitely a top five prospect. Sometimes, you know, like I said, he's six foot nine. You don't really see six foot nine on the court with him. He seems like he's like six six or six seven. With Taylor Hendricks, you see six nine. So I don't know. It could just be a visual thing. It could be the level of competition. You know, Brandon Miller's competition was better than Taylor Hendricks because he was at a smaller school. But I believe Brandon Miller is a top four or five prospect in this league. Not gonna give anything away. <laughs> Next, let's go with Amen Thompson. 
the six foot seven point guard from Overtime Elite, uh, averaged 16 points, six boards, six assists, and two steals per game. I love Amen Thompson. You know, he has a six foot nine wingspan and he's 20 years old. And you remember, I said he's a point guard and he's six foot seven. You don't see that too often. <laughs> you know, you think of Josh Giddy, and Josh Giddy's playing amazing in the NBA right now. Well, thank a Amen Thompson is much better, much better than Josh Giddy. So I have to say, look out for Amen Thompson. If he can get his shot right, I mean, woo, look out. He's a dynamic point guard, super quick first step, has a burst of speed when getting to the rim or in the lane. He comes across as a street baller a little bit. So he, but you know, the NBA will definitely try to polish that out of him a little bit, but he can definitely lead a team and make all the plays needed for a professional team. Uh, he just has that little bit of flash to his game. Nothing wrong with that. He's an incredible passer from the top of the key or when he gets in the lane and draws defenders, which allows him to find the open man. He's a great interceptor of the ball, especially on defense. Well, of course on defense, <laughs> but he moves his feet very well and is a pickpocket on defense. He can shoot the three. And he will shoot the three. But like Brandon Miller, that form is, ew. his form is worse than Brandon Miller's. But it looks like someone said, okay, you do it like this, and you do this. And that's just what he does. Uh, so that's probably going to need to be overhauled or, you know, just assisted. I think the form is probably why his shot is not great. But I think he can work on it and be better. I mean, he still hits it uh, every now and then. Uh, he's around 30% from three, but you know, he needs to, it, it needs to be improved. And I think he can, he has great court vision though. Incredible athlete with ridiculous size. Like I said, he can shoot the floater. He's very fast and shifty. And I mean, he is a top notch defender. So not only are you getting this elite offensive point guard, you're getting a point guard with elite defense. Now, how often do you see that? You see Josh Giddy with the height, you see all these other point guards with the like Russell uh, Westbrook with the well he's playing great defense right now but a lot of point guards like Steph Curry or whatever off, great offensively defensively they're a liability you will not get that with Amen Thompson um, so I think his offensive game is there defensive game is there he's all-star caliber and he can make some all defensive teams in the future in the NBA so that's rare uh, he's hard to stop in the open floor Kind of like LeBron was in his younger days, but, you know, LeBron was a freight train. A man is just lightning fast uh, and knows how to get to the rack in his spot. He's an expert finisher at the rim and in the paint. Uh, he's just a little skinny now, but I don't think that's an issue. His body will fill out and he'll be even better. And like I said, those weaknesses are the 20. Oh, he shot 25% from three. I tried to help him out with the 30%. 25% from the three, 30, and 65% from the free throw line. So normally a lot of scouts go by a free throw percentage. Like if your three-point percentage is bad, but your free throw percentage is high, they feel that's something that's easily fixable. I feel both of these are bad. <laughs> His free throw and uh, three-point percentage are bad. But like I said, in today's game, they have so many shot coaches, three-point shooting coaches. I think it will be – it may never be incredible, his shot, but I think it definitely will be better and something he'll work on. And he's too good not to be top. I'm not going to say it. I'll just say top five for now in this draft class. I love this class, man. I'm telling you, when I was first scouting it, 
I was like, oh, they, they've overhyped a lot of players. This draft is not that good. But once you get down past some of these rankings, a lot of those guys are great. So this is going to be a fun class, guys. So those are your top three. Well, three of the five so far. That was Amen. We've talked about Amen Thompson, Taylor Hendricks, and Brandon Miller. Now let's go to a guy you definitely probably have heard of. Scoot Henderson from the G League Ignite. Six foot two, 195 pounds. Came into the season already overhyped with Victor Wimbayama, averaging 16 and a half points per game in the G League, four boards, six and a half assists, one steal, and a half a block per game. Once again, overall stats. He shot 46% from the field, 27.5% from three. So his three-point percentage is not great either. Slightly better than Amen's, but his form is much better than Amen's. Uh, he has a 6'9 wingspan. He's 19 years old. Scoo Henderson. He's a very exciting electric player. One of the most exciting in this draft class. Him and Amen and Taylor Hendricks, they're, they're all really exciting. Uh, he has quick hands for steals, very fast and athletic, super quick first step. He's also clutch. He'll win you a game, you know. He has Kyrie-like handles at times, and he drives to the rack with purpose. Uh, he's very strong, can finish in traffic, has incredible leaping ability for offensive and defensive purposes. Um, you know, he runs down and, you know, how LeBron did that block on Iguodala, you know, and John Morant does those chase down blocks. He does that as well as a small guard, you know, because he's 6'2". Amen is 6'7". Scoot Henderson is 6'2", and he does some of those same things. He has great vision, makes incredible passes, uh, you know, whips the ball one-handed across the court like it's nothing. Uh, That's something that vets do, you know. He has that soft touch. He can drive, hit the floater, or drive with aggression. He doesn't get rattled in traffic either. That's important. Uh, He can find the open man without panicking. He can hit the step back three, crossover, step back J, can do anything. He can stop on the dime, you know, that they used to say with John Wall, shoot the fadeaway, shake any defender. I mean, he's literally the perfect point guard, in my opinion, but on top of that, athletic uh, and fit, (laughs) strong. (laughs) He makes the game look easy. I mean, he really has one of the nicest handles I've seen in a while, and he has that NBA body already. One of the most fit and athletic frames on the body I've seen. I will say on the point guard, but maybe of any player. <laughs> this guy is Jack. Uh, I believe he can play in any system, any kind of way. He's an amazing talent. And he's not just a score first point guard. He can do that, but he also can truly run a team and loves finding the open man. He can improve on that scoring, shooting, and, you know, basically that's it. Uh, he's got that bad three-point percentages. Uh, I haven't. I don't have his number on turnovers right now. It's hard to find G League stats, so I didn't get that written down yet. I'll have it for you on the mock draft. But you know, that's always something point guards are going to have to improve on. But the, sc- the scoring that just means shooting more. But I mean, like I said, he wants to pass the ball and the shooting overall. But he's already in a much better spot shooting the ball than a lot of other players coming into the NBA especially at 19. Now, last but not least, of course, Victor Wimbayama, that he's going to round out my top five prospects for this NBA draft class. Victor Wimbayama is seven foot five, 220 pounds from France, 19 years old, averaged 21 points, 10 boards, and three blocks per game. Shot 30% from three, 
and has an eight-foot wingspan. You heard me right. Eight-foot wingspan. That's ridiculous. Uh, he's super long and rangy, of course. Can guard in the paint and the perimeter. Protects the paint with his length. Wish you could see my arm. Like, his length, ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> he may get beat on drives to the paint, but his super wingspan helps him recover and make up space. He can get bodied because of his small frame, which happened overseas at times against those big body players. So it definitely could be an issue in the NBA unless he's protected against bigger bigs and paired with a bigger, stronger center to go along with him. So, like, I mean, if he had Embiid or somebody with him, he's not going to have any problems. But if he's the sole big man, it could be an issue. So he absolutely has to get bigger and stronger, just like Chet, you know, but Chet is already getting a little bit of bulk to him, you know. So it will happen with Wimby. He moves very well for someone his size. It's rare that someone that tall can move and play like this, obviously. When he grabs the ball anywhere in the paint, he's a dunk threat. He's a very smart player. You can tell he knows where a lot of rebounds are going, just especially, you know, from the tips and putbacks that he gets, he's always there in the right spot. And he has a quick a second, he has a quick second jump to get those boards as well. He's a very confident player, maybe too confident. <laughs> But he can shoot the three, even the step back three. He has great touch. His shot is not a concern at all. He shoots it like a guard. But his percentage is low, I feel, because I think he's just kind of showing off a lot of times, shooting those, just running to the corner and shooting up a three. Uh, you know, if he's just shooting a ball, like, for real, seriously, I think his percentage would be a lot better. Um, you know, he can shoot it off the pick and roll. He doesn't just need to be wide open to shoot the three. He can shoot off the dribble or the pass or over defenders because it's going to be hard to block his shot when he has an eight-foot wingspan. Um, so, I mean, even not only to block it, just to contest it, you know, it's tough. He's kind of a one-of-a-kind player being so big and being able to play like a guard. Um, he could be a top player in this league or, you know, he could be a player like Bo Bo who played 15 to 25 minutes per game Depends on his frame and how he holds up in the NBA. Uh, he's not a lock to me like everyone else thinks. Uh, some of those guys he blew past overseas were not NBA caliber talent, like or anywhere near as athletic as he will be facing in the NBA. Um, you know, everyone says a lot of people compare him to Ralph Sampson. That's a throwback, you know, back in the day. But I think Victor reminds me a little of Yao Ming. Um, that may sound weird to you because Yao Ming was kind of mainly in the paint, but he had range as well. So Victor is just more athletic, you know. Um, but Ralph Sampson was more smooth, didn't look like a 7'4 guy out there. He played like a 6'6 guard. Victor is a little more stiff like Yao, not as stiff as Yao, but a little more. Uh, but Yao is more of a dominant presence in the paint. I don't think Victor will be that. So he reminds me of shades of Yao Ming with more perimeter-oriented guard type play. Um, so he plays in the paint and the perimeter. If Yao was coming into the league now, I think he would play like Victor, but the NBA was different back then. You know, Yao, if Yao would not have been hurt his whole career, he could have been out of this world, one of the best centers to ever play the game. He is still a Hall of Famer, but I feel he had a lot more to give to the game before he got hurt. So when you see me say Yao Ming, that's not a shot. That's not like, oh, Yao wasn't that great. Yao was great when he was healthy. But, you know, that's that's the question. Will Victor get that same devastating injury or remain relatively healthy? That's something we will see. But either way, he's worth the risk 
and anyone can be hurt, so you have to trust the talent. But, you know, it's, people say he's not hurt. Last year he didn't get hurt. The year before he didn't get hurt. But he has, in his life, already suffered a fibula stress fracture, a scapula contusion, and an issue affecting the POSOAS muscle in his back. So, I mean, he has not been injury-free his whole life. So, you know, that is a concern. But, so don't let anyone tell you otherwise. It is a concern. Um, and most players his size have been hurt from Yao Ming to Bobo to Chet Chet uh, to Chet Chet <laughs> to Chet Holmgren. Uh, and even Jonathan Bender, you know, he was only 6'11", but he was tall and lanky frame-wise like Victor Wimbayama. So those injuries are always a possibility, but no one's going to consider it but me. You know, everyone's just going to see rainbows glowing out of his butt. But anyway, uh, you, when you look at him, you're going to see a lot of highlights of Victor Wimbayama shooting threes and step backs. And they're going to be going in on those highlights. But like I said, he was 29.6% from three. He takes a lot of bad shots. He makes them at times, but it's still not ideal in the NBA. He has a good crossover and is good at handling the ball. But the mom- the movements are a little slow for me. A little slow, for- not just for me, for the NBA game. He's going to have to move faster than that if he's going to kind of play a guard position or act like a guard or small forward out there. He's not really shaking anybody in the NBA with that dribble. He has a lot of contested fadeaway jumpers, mainly because he can't really create space or back down defenders like he would like to because he's so small and skinny frame-wise. Um, so that's important, you know. He, he, he has the height, yeah, he has the ability to drive, dribble, crossover. But if you can't create space, that's not great. If you can't back down defenders and get to the rack like you want to, that's not great. Um, those are, and, and this is international play. So when you get to the NBA, it's going to be even harder. But on defense, he's a magnet to the ball. You know, he loves to block shots. Sometimes he waits for it because he knows it's coming. Uh, and I mean, that could be looked at as a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> it's kind of like a, um, a lion playing with his food at times. But a lot of times also he will block a shot into like the third or fourth row in the stands. And um, that those times he could block it and control it. It's hard to do because there's nothing better than blocking a shot really far. But if you can block it and grab it and go down the court on offense for your team, that's even better. So I'm sure that will be coached into him, but we will see. Um, but I feel his rebounding and block should carry over into the NBA. But like I said, I'm a little concerned about his offensive game. And like I said, with the backing down, he only weighs 15 more pounds than Scoot Henderson. Think about that. Scoot Henderson is 6'2". So, you know, Victor Wimbiyama is 14 inches taller than him and only weighs 15 more pounds than him. So health and the adjustment to NBA size are all concerns, but things no one will be worried about except for me. <laughs> no, but unless his medicals come back questionable, then teams will maybe look into it a little bit harder. So those are my top five NBA prospects, uh, at least as of now, April 23rd. Victor Wimbiyama, Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson, Amen Thompson and Taylor Hendricks from UCF. And I have, I think I'm going to do my, my lottery uh, next, my mock lottery. And we will see. I'm loving this class, though. I've scouted around 40 prospects. I'm going to do 40 more. And the season is upon us. 
Have any questions or comments? Hit me up. Who did I leave off the list? Was my list right? Did you not know Taylor Hendricks? And now you're like, wow, you're right. Or am I just totally wrong? <laughs> I love to hear your feedback. Thank you all for listening. Please subscribe to the Y'all Rookie Podcast. And I'll have more for you coming out soon. Can't wait to show you my rankings. All right. I'm out of here until next time. Peace.